Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. A passenger described it as a flight from hell. Air Canada's flight from Shanghai to Toronto on Wednesday encountered extreme turbulence over Alaska and made an emergency landing in Calgary. 21 passengers were taken to the hospital with injuries. John Pottinger of airtransportsafety.com joins me. They specialize in establishing safety standards for air transport in some of the most dangerous parts of the world and conduct investigations into air accidents and more at airtransportsafety.com. I've talked to Mr. Pottinger about air safety in the past. John, thank you for coming back. Emergency landing, 21 people taken to hospital, others treated at Calgary Airport, big aircraft, Boeing 777. There's turbulence, and then there's what happened to this flight. Does, what 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 how what do, you, what do you think happened? Describe what kind of turbulence it would take to create the scenario that we were told about. Sure, Roy. Good to hear your voice again. Good to be on with you again. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, well, there are um, several different kinds of turbulence at the high altitudes, and there's always going to be some kind of light turbulence going on. So the easiest thing is to, to picture that you're you're in this area where the winds are always there and the winds aloft what we call the jet stream are routinely and most people don't even think about this routinely 100 miles an hour maybe up to 120 130 miles an hour hurricane why it's faster for you to get from vancouver to toronto than it is to get from toronto to vancouver by quite a bit because those winds are always up there so now picture those winds as a we don't see them winds invisible so we don't think about it but if it was like water, water flowing, picture it as a river, and it's three-dimensional. So you're not only always traveling in this really high-speed current, but it's moving up and down. And sometimes it will drop just like a waterfall, the air flowing. So when, when that happens, for several different reasons, it can be sudden differences in air temperature. It can be because you've got some mountains underneath you creating different types of waves. It can be when different types of air masses come together. But whatever, it can really sometimes unpredictably be very shocking in terms of the movement of the air that quickly. Okay, so we had in this situation, we had uh, reports of people actually flying around in the cabin. They probably didn't have their seatbelts on. Sure. Um, sure. And, and items hitting people. Uh, this is a big aircraft. What kind of turbulence would create that kind of dynamic with a big aircraft like that. And from what I understand, the uh, the crew knew they were heading into severe weather because they warned the passengers. Indeed. Uh, Air Canada and, and other Canadian North American carriers are, of course, uh, statistically extremely safe, and they handle those things professionally in terms of giving the advance warning to passengers. It's my information that in this case, yes, the seatbelt was on, and in fact, the, the pilots had made an announcement or the flight attendants had. But the problem is educating people to what that really means today. And that's the big issue is we just, we don't pay as much attention as we used to for several reasons. And you, you would never think now about going out in your car in this generation without your seatbelt on, right? We were all educated to that over the years and, and we do it. And it's partly because we were educated, partly because there were lots of fines. 
But that education, that fear, although people don't like to talk about it, that's it. They showed us pictures of, of car accidents when we were teenagers, and, and we heard about friends, and so we started wearing seatbelts. In an airplane, we don't think of it that way. But I want you to remember, you're doing 450 or 500 miles an hour. But because we don't have any outside reference, we're in this aluminum tube. It's like we're in a virtual world. But if you were in a car or a boat at 500 miles an hour and could see the things going by you, <laughs> picture the slightest little change in your trajectory is going to cause this huge difference in momentum. That's what force is. But we don't think about it because we're in this tube not thinking that we're screaming along at 500 miles an hour. So the slightest bits of change can, in fact, be disastrous. Can turbulence, John, can yeah. turbulence at a high altitude like that plane was at? Mm-hmm. Again, a big aircraft, Boeing 777. Can turbulence cause a very serious, um, potentially fatal situation? Ah, yeah. So the aircraft itself is going to remain structurally sound. But definitely there are fatalities. Um, in Canada every year, in Canadian airspace, there are eight or nine incidents per year, if you average it over the past 10 or 15 years, in terms of turbulence that injures people on, on flights. And in statistics out of the U.S. But it, does, but it, doesn't, bring, but it doesn't bring planes down. No, it, it doesn't. The, the, the aircraft structurally is moving through that air and it's going to be fine and dandy. It's yeah, because you, know, like you know what we're like. You're on the roller coaster. You, you know, you're unless you're an experienced flyer, John, unless you're an yeah. experienced flyer, the slightest turbulence has you reading the same page 20 times. Yeah, it does. And, and that's, that's the problem. If the airlines, of course, want you to be happy in a nice, benign atmosphere, and, and I would too if I was running an airline. I don't want people to be all scared about what might happen, but we need to do something to have people understand and to make the cultural change to always have that on, at least snugly around your hips, except when you have to make a trip somewhere, yeah. um, because you're going to get injured either by the turbulence or by somebody else or some other piece of equipment that's or somebody that falls on you um, if, if they don't have their seatbelt yeah. on either. So right. it's really an important point of, of education. As you know, we now do the safety briefings by video, right? And you get on the airplane with all those people, and if, if you next time you're on the airplane, sit there and look around at John, the time, and you'll you got to stop. Not many people paying attention. Yeah, I have to jump in and stop you because of the clock. But thank you so much yeah. for the time and and the good advice. Wear the seatbelt. That's what it's for. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Stay safe. Okay. Thank Thanks you, John Pottinger from uh, AirTransportSafety.com. AirTransportSafety.com. The flight from hell is what one passenger said.